It's time to get away. And to help get you there, it's Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. From around the world to across Georgia, she covers it all. Here's the host of Travel Bags, Anita Thomas. Hello, 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 and welcome aboard Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. I'm your host, Anita Thomas, as I think most of you probably know. But I don't know, do you guys know that I have been doing this travel stuff for 30 years, 30 plus years, actually, if I am completely truthful about it. But I don't want to give my full age away. (laughs) So I put that 30 and then a little plus behind it. But for a long, long time, traveling all over the place with Pan American Rural Airways and then operating a travel training company as well and providing training all around the world. But, you know, during this next hour, I'm going to put all of that experience to great use. And along with Olivia Varson, who is part of the Travel Bags team, and Doc Bill, who's also part of the Travel Bags team, we're going to bring you a lot of great topics today. So during the next hour, we want you guys to sit back. If you're driving, certainly you can't take notes. But if you're at home, definitely want you to pull out that pencil and pad and take a couple of notes because we're going to share a lot of great information with you today. When we talk about several different things, we're going to start off with talking about Sapelo Island. You know, we're always saying, you know, the show is brought to you by Sapelo Island. But we're going to get Doc Bill to tell you what's going on and how you can plan a spring and summer vacation to Sapelo so that you can have a great time, especially on those pristine beaches that are there. You don't want to miss that. Then we're going to go local. You know, we like to go local. You don't have to always travel long distances to have a great time. So we're going to go up to the Georgia mountains and visit Tacoa in Stevens County. And then we're bringing it back. I think we've missed a couple of uh, weeks here, Olivia, with our quarter miles. So this week we are bringing the quarter miles back and we're going to talk about what state today? We're going to talk about Texas back better than ever and bigger than ever with Texas. <laughs> exactly. That's a huge state. So there must be a lot of influence that came into choosing what would be on that particular quarter. But now when we talk about, you know, the beautiful state of Georgia and going local, certainly you can go local by going down to Sapelo Island. And the show today is brought to you by the Sapelo Island Birdhouses down on beautiful Sapelo Island, Georgia. So as we talk about it, if you want to check out their website, it is Sapelo Island Birdhouses. Dot com. So check them out. And let's, let's go on over to Doc Bill. So, Doc Bill, are you there? I'm here. I'm basically sitting in the big birdhouse looking out at the ocean and the beautiful marsh in front. It's a beautiful day for now. We're going to have some rain come in this evening. But while we have a great day and the wind isn't up, in a little bit I'll go out to the beach and enjoy the pristine beaches. Well, tell me a little bit about those pristine beaches. There are two there, right? There's two. There's Cabretta Beach, which is... um a beach that has a lot of the driftwoods at the north end of the island. And on the Barry Islands, the north end is where you have the island slowly eroding. And on the south end is where you have the beaches and the, um, you have the beaches and the island increasing in size. And today I'm going to probably go to Nanny Goat Beach and enjoy the beautiful breezes, see what see birds are out there, enjoy um, you know, the, the few people that will be out there. And then later on today I'll probably do some foraging in some of the surrounding marshes, gathering a great uh, vegetable which people call seawort or sea beans. It's a nice, crunchy um, fruit that you can find um, along the uh, interfaces between the marsh and the salt water. And it's a great thing to put in salads or to saute. So I'm going to have some of that, as well as seeing what I can do with getting my hands on some crabs and the local seafood. Well, I'm sure right in that same area where you're going to go foraging, you can also get oysters and clams. Are those available as well? Uh, well, the, uh, we've ended oyster season, but clams are available year-round. You can d- 
dig clams in the marsh year-round. And in Georgia, in the southern part, clams are dug in the marshes. They're not dug on the beach. So um, you can get clams year-round down here, as well as getting, um, you know, the, the little vegetable, the sea beans. And there's always fishing. But today I'm going to just basically get the sea beans and uh, see if I can get some crabs, and that's on my menu. But now I know there was just the blessing of the fleet, which is technically supposed to be the start of the shrimping season, but I guess it's not technically the start. It's kind of the ceremonious type uh, start of the shrimping season. Is, is that right? That's right. Shrimp season begins when the DNR says, Department of Natural Resources says it is open. But you can get still a lot of a wild Georgia shrimp. The shrimp boats can't come in that close, but they can go out about six miles. So there's still plenty of fresh Georgia um, freshly caught shrimp down here. There's plenty of crabs, and if you look around, you can even find a few soft-shell crabs uh, still have to be had. And hopefully I can find later on today some stone crabs. So there's a lot of variety out there. The cottages are beautiful. They're well-appointed. Um, it's relaxing. You can sit and do nothing, or if you, you have to connect, there is Wi-Fi and there is television. Um, you know, so those are avenues as well. But I'm going to spend time talking to the people on the island and enjoying the scenery and the wildlife. Well, now, you said you're going to spend some time talking to the people on the island. I mean, is that something that visitors can do? I mean, because a lot of people are really interested in learning a lot more about the Geechee and the Gullah culture, finding out what the differences are between those two, and just having an opportunity to do a little bit of touring. So what opportunities are there for people to take part in that type thing when they come and stay at the birdhouses? Uh, it's a lot, because since there are only about 40 people on the island, everybody knows what's going on. There was a couple this morning who came to rent a golf cart from a a, a little business called Sapelo Go, and no one was there to meet him at the station. But people saw them getting off, people saw them walk, walking around. So they told other people, and they told other people, and someone told me, and I told the other people. So people were coming, everyone <laughs> saw them, but they were just on their time frame. Their time frame was, I need to be serviced now, now, now. And I said, calm down, people know you're here. And lo and behold, five minutes later, people showed up to pick them up and take them to their golf cart and let them see the island. It's just a different vibe, and you want that. You want that step back in time, that time where you're not have to do what you're supposed to do right then and then now. You want to sit down and enjoy the, um, you know, going back 200 years on, um, on a barrier island. That laid-back feeling. Now, if you guys are just joining us, this is Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. And I'm laughing because Doc Bill is sharing with us all of these kind of laid-back, you know, disconnect-type things that you can do on Sapelo Island. And our show today is brought to you by the Sapelo Island Birdhouses. And Doc Bill is there in one of the birdhouses describing what you can do, how you can stay at one of the birdhouses, and just all this great information. So we are literally getting it straight from, well, I won't say the horse's mouth, from Doc Bill's mouth. <laughs> It's, it's great. You know, again, uh, the beautiful information on the website describing what's going on here. But again, the, screen, the um, places have screened in porches. So you can just sit on the porch and enjoy the nice ocean breeze, which I'm doing as, um, right now. Um, or you can go out and, you know, explore. There's 14 miles of island to explore, and there's only about 40 people on it. So I get the size of Manhattan, but only 40 people. So there's a lot to, to do. At your own pace. And again, do it at your own pace. Don't have the rush of the world, you know, still be upon you. You can cut off anything that's going on in the world and relax and, you know, get that inner peace. And that's the beauty of um, Sapelo Island. And these barrier islands you get to only by ferry. You, you can't get the experience on Tybee. You can't get this on Little St. Simons. You can't get this on Jekyll. Only places like Sapelo Island where they're totally remote, you can get this experience. That's harder to find these days with more and more people on the planet and more and more things going on. Well, you know, the thing I like also, too, is that you mentioned, you know, some of the amenities that are there in the birdhouses. You have the flat screen TV. Uh, I agree with you. People should come and just disconnect and really unwind and just relax and, and 
just get into that slower life vibe that is there. But if they have to, need to, they can connect with Wi-Fi and do that type of thing. And they can certainly still use their cell phones. They would need to go to some certain spots where you can get reception. But those things are still there. So it's still a bit of the urban life in a natural setting. It's true, true. You can text via the Wi-Fi system, and there is a phone. You can make local calls, but people can call in. So if you have to talk to somebody, just text them your <laughs> phone number. They can call in to the phone in the birdhouses, and you can talk all day long if you want to. Now, Doc Bill, how many birdhouses are there? Well, a total of five. There's, uh, the, the, uh, the biggest one is the, um, the birdhouse cottage. It sits right on the um, marsh and overlooks the ocean. A smaller one called the painted bunny that um, sleeps two. The birdhouse sleeps six. Then there's a wood stork, which is more in the community, high up in the trees, and that can sleep anywhere from four to six. And then we have BJ's Confectionery, which has two small little cottage suites, which one can sleep four, the other one can sleep two. So there's a birdhouse with a price that fits every bun. And the BJ Confectionery little cottage suites, like the little efficiency apartments, uh, those are pet-free, but those also are uh, handicap accessible. So there's a ramp that allows people to go up in and not to deal with the stairs. So there's no reason to say, hey, I don't know about going to this island because it seems too remote. You can still connect, and also you can still get around pretty easily. So, Dr. Bill, thank you so much for joining us and giving us what we can expect for a spring or a summer vacation there on beautiful Sapelo Island, Georgia. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. And, again, SapeloIslandBirdHouses.com. Again, that's SapeloIslandBirdHouses.com. Phone number 912-223-6515. Well, hey, Doc Bill is giving you all the information. There's no reason why we can't see you on Sapelo Island this spring and summer. Now, coming up next, we're going to go local. We're going to Tacoa. So you guys come back. If you're going to zip away during this commercial break, come back because we'll be back in a few minutes with more information here on Travel Bags with Anita and Friends, brought to you by the Sapelo Island Birdhouses. Back in a minute. I'm picking up good vibrations. 